and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday. That's right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all goes down. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. They get check into the show and they fall in love with your buddy, Papa JT, the Sultan of Swipes, the Wizard of Ha, the Sultan of Scream, the 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 Conalinga Czar himself. So listen. Keep pushing the word. Keep telling a friend. I appreciate you listening, tuning in every week. Very excited about today. Oh, also, before we get started, we're on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go get into that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Go on to YouTube. I'll answer every comment today on YouTube. So there you go. Ask a question. I shall be hovering over YouTube like a like a stale fart. So go ask your question on YouTube. Would love that. Very excited about today's guest. It is, this is quite literally years in the making before the great, uh, the great gift of Zoom and you had to get together for a podcast. And I don't know what, you know, we can discuss this in a second. I don't know where, you know, when people are allowed back together, if we're even going to do a podcast in the same room with anyone anymore, Zoom kind of was just sitting there and we just never used it or never took the time to think of it. We were like, no, I have to fly to LA before I can do a podcast. (laughs) I don't want to do this Zoom. So I'm very excited to have them on. Uh, She has a fantastic podcast called The Bitch Bible. Uh, Give it up. Jackie Schimmel, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I mean, honestly, years in the fucking making. Is this ridiculous? We've done the email tag thing that you do, uh, and and it's hard. I think like, you know, um, L.A. is very schedule driven. Like, I feel what? like L.A. is like you better be in the calendar six years out, and then I need a confirmation six months from then, and then I need a, and then I need you to come over, and I need you to give my assistant drinks and and make sure that the assistant works. You know what I mean? And I sometimes I'll I think whenever we've gotten in touch, it's been because it's been like, hey, I had this last minute trip or whatever, and we try to make it work, and it just never doesn't work out, and that's okay. And in the pursuit of self-awareness, I would like to acknowledge face to face that every single time it's been my fault. <laughs> That's okay. It's I, true, I, though. That's I kind of. I never take I never take it personally. I think that's an important thing. Um, no, you shouldn't you know, because th- I'm such a cunt. Can I say that on your podcast? You could say whatever you'd like. Um, that if I didn't want to podcast with you, I would never even do the song and dance of sure. planning and canceling. It would be crickets like you've never heard. Yeah. You know what? I do one of these things where like, I'll give everyone like I do the thing where I'll go, okay, pl- reach out, put, yeah. you know, and reaching out, I do think takes a certain amount of vulnerability when it comes to dating, when it comes to oh, podcasts, yeah. like, Hey, I've I've looked at your stuff. I think would be a good match in podcast land. And then right. you re- you reach out, and then I don't take it personally, but I just go. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to bother someone. So you go. Sure, yeah. Okay, try the one time. Okay, we make a plan. It gets canceled. That happens. Hey, reaching out one more time, letting you know. Nah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then it's like from there, I'm like, okay, just you know, walk away. Everyone's got their own shit going on. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to fucking bug people, you know? So I'm happy we can make it work out. Me too. I'm currently um, being shunned by the newest housewife, Leah from Real Housewives in New York, who I reached out to after a few martinis last week. Sure. Which one? And is this a DM reach out? How are you reaching out to people? I have never reached out to anyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm such an asshole that I do. I like the control of doing solo episodes because Uh I don't have to edit. I can just bust it out. One take wonder. I can completely control the narrative, but I was, you know, feeling frisky on Thursday. I had a couple martinis. I watched real housewives in New York. I saw Leah doing somersaults with one shoe in Nantucket and losing her damn mind. (laughs) And I was inspired. So I actually, I haven't, I, I watched the first three seasons of Real Housewives of New York and then like, that's kind of where I left off. But then you now have- that I, I have a familiar, you know, now that I've like know how the show looks, we actually, my girlfriend and I tuned in. This is the episode where she gets drunk, right? 
Well, there's a couple of those, but okay. this, this is the most recent where she, I mean, she's throwing glasses. She goes full Gumby. It's, it is, I was crying. I was crying. So, so when you ask her to come on, you see someone get fucking hammered on TV, which yeah. good for them. It happens, you know, like who, who amongst us are beyond, who amongst us are beyond being on a sh- Like, it's actually a wonder that all reality show people don't have like just like highlight reels of them being too fucked up on camera. Like, cause they feed them booze. They oh, go, Hey, beyond. that person, that person said this about you. Go ahead. Yeah. It's like, it's like releasing tigers on cocaine into a cage together. And the best thing about this new girl, Leah is that she has no shame. She's not embarrassed. She's fresh. She stands by it. She defends herself on social media. And it's almost indefensible how messy it is. So so is she so you stand her, so to speak, to say what the kids are saying. Are you are you asking her on because you like her on the show? I need to do like a Diane Sawyer deep dive. This was the message I sent her. Look okay, how long hear. it is. First of all, that's fucking embarrassing. I can't see it, but uh, give me give me a finger length, like you're measuring, you know, a penis. Yeah, that's like, that's a. Oh, I mean, th- that's a strong medium. It's yeah. a, an average size penis. Your work. Listen, how fucking dramatic this is. Your work on the Real Housewives of New York is to the caliber of watching Meryl Streep for the first time on the silver screen. Wow, this is this is a <laughs> martini message. I love it. Kind of well written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you went you went full on like <laughs> I need you to know how much I appreciate you. This is your this is like this is like the the king bringing <laughs> the furrowed, you know, parchment paper to invite you to the ball. That I say, I have physical tears running down my face watching this episode. I know the Bravo PR team is Nazi-like. Okay. <laughs> so I'm now talking about so, Nazi. Sure. Blah, 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 blah. And then I end it with, keep doing the Lord's work, Leah. Real wow. psycho I love it. So I love it. How, like, so Crickets. you... Crickets. That's okay. I've, I mean, who has... All of us are taking shots. And I listen, people drop into my DMs and then they're like, I can't believe you answered. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at every single one of these. What are you fucking talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like who, who do you think I am? Um, have you ever gotten, what's your drunkest moment? Like speaking of someone who's gotten drunk on TV, is there a moment that you can look back yeah. on that you're like, what is that moment for you? Yes. And it was a wild one because I didn't really drink when I was younger in high school. I, I've mm. never been like a super experimental thrill seeker in that capacity. Never dabbled with drugs or anything. When I went away to college, um, where did you I, go to school? Well, I use the term college very loosely. I went to okay. like a college for like a semester and dropped out immediately and then pretended to be enrolled for about two years. But I wasn't. Wait, for real? For real. So when you're pretending, so this happened actually in my fraternity. There mm-hmm. was a guy because in college you can do that. You can, oh, you can walk around with yeah, yeah. You can walk around with a backpack, give your parents fake report cards, and like That's what you know, I did. Yeah. is that what you did? Yes, yes. That's so fun. We had a guy in my fraternity that we like people. Like there was a, like there was days where we'd be like. We'd all be hanging around on like a Tuesday. We're drunk and whatever, you know, <laughs> sitting in a in a room that smells like cigarettes and weed. And you're sitting around. And then I remember there was one day where everyone's like, is that guy still in school? And we like <laughs> we're like, we, like, it's funny to even like ask that question. And I remember <laughs> someone was like, he's always walking around with a backpack, but I've never seen him in class. And yeah. we're all having this like funny discussion. And yeah. then his backpack is in the corner. The only reason it came up is because his backpack was in the room. So someone was like, right. I'm going through the backpack. And he just opened it up. It was all like Snickers bars and like pieces of paper that had nothing on them. Like we were like, oh my God. And it, at that point it went from funny to like, like yeah. kind of sad, <laughs> you know? How did you fake going to school and what was the school? Uh, so I faked, well, I didn't fake. I went up to San Luis Obispo, which is in the central coast, went to a junior yep. college there for a hot second, literally went to one class I went to my uh, creative writing class, English class, Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of a decent writer. And this bitch, my junior college professor, was wearing blue eyeliner, acid wash denim, and had a fucking mullet. And I'm like, you know what? 
Time I'm to go. Taking advice from this bitch. Okay, yeah. like she can get her little red pen out and lay her proverbial dick all over my paper, but I don't want her fucking life, and I'm not taking sure. advice from her. Twice, so you know pretty quickly decided this isn't going to happen. Then I moved uh, back to LA. I enrolled in a U- one UCLA extension course. Is that like your kind of high school, you know, uh, above high school, not college, not yet a woman type of thing? It's it's not a girl, <laughs> not yet a woman. It's very yeah. Britney Spears vibes. No, I think it's for people who are actually older who need to, just a few credits to like complete. And by the way, I have no idea. So if I'm wrong, don't sure. fucking my DMs and correct me. It was my roundabout way of not enrolling at UCLA because I would have to actually have like credits to do so. Gotcha. So I could live in UCLA housing, got an internship through the extension program mm-hmm. and then lied to the people at my internship saying that I was a senior. So they offered me a job at the end of the year. So everybody fucking wins. There you go. So then you, you have a job that from that and then you just right. start working. Yeah, so I got a job where I was being paid. I continued to lie about being enrolled in college for almost a year. Great. And was just, you know, cash and dough on the side. Well, it, it is interesting. It's, um, you know, I'm not sure. How old are you? I, are we around the same age? I'll be 30 uh, in two months. So we're in a similar generation. I'm 35. And I, you know, it is interesting that like, at you know, in your mind and what you were doing is actually correct. You're like, you go to college, you get a job. I have a job. Fuck right. this college shit. Why do I need? And I it is waste money and time. I, I, it wasn't serving any purpose for me. It wasn't for me. Totally. And that's okay. It's so funny though. Like there's a certain generation, there's a certain window of, of, of youths that yeah. was like, that was like, if you didn't go to college, you were like, Oh, whoa. it was like this, like, kind of aired out thing where like people would like look at and now I would look at that person and I would go okay this is your path like I kind of look at it differently like it it, my my the wheels in my head have been kind of turned on that one even though like I understand like from a parent's perspective you're like hey I just want to make sure that a plus b becomes c and this is the only way to feel comfortable doing that but it is interesting like I remember a guy in my high school class like dropped out after the first year and then he'd be like, I think he went into like plumbing and it's like, no, 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 that's a great move. That is sure. the guy, the guy who's walking around with confetti in his backpack is <laughs> legitimately ruining his life, like putting himself into mountains of debt just to not look bad, like for as a PR campaign. Yeah, 100 percent. I totally it's- agree with you. I think everyone's different. Like if you want to be a fucking brain surgeon, you know, then yeah. you have to go to college. Totally. I understand. Yeah, like, I would hope so. But if you're um, a dumb behind a mic like me, didn't sure. Same Z's. I, I, so talking about behind, dumb fuck behind a mic, I am one of those people. You yes. have a podcast called The Bitch Bible. And yeah. The Bitch Bible wasn't just a podcast. You've been doing Bitch Bible things for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that I had a blog because I hate that D- word. So don't much. do that. It's OK. I, 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 I everything has its moment, just like college had its moment. Well, this was eight years ago. I prefer to say a digital collection of essays. OK, I <laughs> I don't know if that I think that doesn't. That, I just, wait, 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 what was the word you used before? Cunt? I'm not allowed to say it. I just wanted to reference you. That is a cuntier version of blog. I don't know what's better. I'm still sticking with it because okay. I would like to differentiate. I was not swiped to shopping. I was not outfit of okay. the banging. Uh, I was not. I mean, the the content, another word I fucking hate, uh, yeah. was very much so strongly worded, wildly uh, inappropriate, borderline socially insensitive musings on the world from gotcha what got you what what's like the the impetus like what was it you're you're you, uh, you so you're working at this thing you're you're doing you know you're making money you're not you're you're telling them you're in college when you're not what right. makes you go i need to put out the bitch bible the the collection of essays uh brought to you by jackie schimmel uh right. bitch bible that's not a blog how do you not a blog it's a virtual well, collection of essays Digital a virtual, well 
you know what's funny? It's like I I think like I don't I think L A makes those words so much hate more hateable. Like well yeah like, because. I don't think you should call something your job if you're not collecting a paycheck from it. I feel Fair. very strongly about that. I don't think it's I think it's ridiculous. These girls who have 85 other jobs, which is respect the hustle. But then it's like, I'm a fashion blogger. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't pay to if you're not don't have like a, a, a W9 for that or a 1099 or something. Yeah, that's not your fucking job. I know. I I just feel like every time I'm in LA, uh-huh. you're intro- you're introduced to these people with like, it's kind of like, and I feel like I get this in LA more than New York. I I don't know why because like, yeah. for whatever reasons. But I, every time I'm there, it does feel like you're at the cotillion, and yeah. people are walking in, and then like the guy with the horns like, burr, 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 and then they're like, and the blogger of West Hollywood. <laughs> A yeah. brand influencer, you know, like, like everyone has like an introduction trip. Here yeah. she comes. Kill me. Yeah, so exactly. I just, and I think there's something different about posting a photo of your outfit versus having like an opinion and being able to articulate yourself. So I like to differentiate sure. the fucking two. I love uh, it. I worked in television. That's my first job. I was an uh, internet extra. I got hired. I moved to Chelsea lately. I worked on a bunch of her pilots and all that shit. They didn't get picked up. I was out of work. I didn't have a degree. Got a job at an investment bank. Sharp Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, it was a great job. I got paid very well, full benefits. Lied about having a college degree. There you go. Only person in the 300 person company that did not have a college degree. They had no idea. Love it. And uh, I, it was a New York, they worked on New York time. I worked the only person in the office LA time. So I was really alone in the office for like four hours a day. Perfect. I mean, I was drinking on the job. I was watching housewives. I got fucking bored. And then I just started like writing all my little angry feelings. That's great. I love and so that you start as a virtual collection of essays yeah. and then you start the podcast. It is every Tuesday. I want everyone to go follow if you don't follow already at Jackie Schimmel on Instagram. Go, go, go. The Thanks. bitch Bible is the podcast every Tuesday. Add it to your podcast library. That's how it works. Go and yeah. tickle Jackie Shibble's nuts every Tuesday. What yeah. do you And I know you, you you talk about, you know, pop culture you, you, and you're doing the the alone cast which I I'm doing on my on on my end a little bit alone. I, the alone shows they have a different energy. They have a different flow. I do like them. It does sometimes I I I I feel like I'm putting out my sad journal. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, fuck, I sound like a miserable, like wildly tone deaf troll. Yeah. And, and I do have these moments where I tape these and it's like, um, like, you know, my girlfriend and I, we just moved in together, uh, during mid pandemic. And I think she's seeing that, like, I'll get done with like taping these things or talking these things out. And it's like. I do have that moment where I'm like, I go to a corner and I'm like, I just need to shut the fuck up for like two hours. Uh, yes, we have quiet time <laughs> at my house. I'm like, don't fucking look at me. Don't talk to me. I, I'm yeah. off the clock. I'm not talking anymore. I'm yeah, done. It's Sick time. of myself. It, it, it is. It's a little bit exhausted. So you're doing you're doing podcasts alone uh, during the quarantine. It, give me a part. taste. So what are you talking about? Uh, give us the one minute teaser trailer so that people can go check it out. The Bitch Bible. I mean, it is such a clusterfuck. I don't even remember what I talk about. It is like a verbal exorcism every week. And it's like, sometimes it's super, I regurgitate. And I I mean, I spent 15 minutes last week talking about my neighbor who no longer has an arm. And I really regret it, but I don't edit the podcast. And now it's on. There we go. Now, yeah. listen, you got to you got to investigate the neighborhood. But I love I lo- the neighborhood. I love watching your stories, though. I like watching you out and about. Um, there was one a while back you were at like, I think you went on a vacation. You went to like uh, a golf trip or something. Am I oh. referencing something like that? I don't know. But I, yeah, I, so go follow Jackie at Jackie Schimmel, the bitch Bible every Tuesday. You ready to do some emails? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Confusing relationship ending. Ooh. Okay. I'm warning you now. Some of these can be novels. So I'm, I'm giving you a heads up uh, okay. to really dig in. And I'm a bad reader. So these are, I, 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 I should start. War- You're the first person I've warned about this, but I, now the emails are getting so 
like like they're they're like you know they're, they're like a fine wine there's nodes of sadness yeah. you know layers. <laughs> layers of hilarity my yeah. predicament i was talking to a guy for about a month before quarantine started and then through quarantine until about two weeks ago we went on dates before everything was shut down and continued to hang out through all of this because he lives alone and truthfully we both had corona so we figured we were good from then on out cue judgment I think you're okay here. Uh, things were good. He told me how he deleted Hinge, how we met, and I had too. He had said uh, he said he could see us being a couple, etc. Things started to become confusing when he got laid off from his job, and things started to go downhill. He had to break his lease and move home. Started to say things like, "I need to figure out uh, figure myself out be- before I can be with someone." I totally understood. Was very supportive, but did not text or overwhelm with communication, knowing that he needed time to think and figure things out. We had a text convo on Monday and about how he had an interview on a Wednesday. He didn't go into detail. I left it at that. He didn't text me after that ever again. It's been two weeks. I was the one who brought up the convo about the job interview and he wasn't being very responsive. So I wanted to leave it open to him to contact me about how it went. My question is, was I supposed to reach out? It was getting to the point that I was the only one texting and putting in effort because he was going through this hard time. The reason uh, this... The reason this now is on my mind after going through the stages of getting over this short-lived but seemingly good relationship is because I re-downloaded Hinge and he came up as someone who just joined, a.k.a. he re-downloaded it too. Do I match him? Do I text him and have a conversation about our ending and what could have been done differently or just forget it? I'm 27. He's 29 for reference. Uh, what do you think, Jackie Schimmel? I think absolutely fucking not. First yeah. of all, what a peach that she's interested in his, you know, the downfall of his career and, and she's keeping up with him <laughs> and all of the things. He's moved back to his parents. She's house. willing. She's willing to go through the hard times with him. So, I mean, First this all, is she needs to stop calling it a relationship. It was not a fucking relationship. Yeah, she says. I- well, uh, we had such a seemingly good relationship. No, you didn't because you didn't have a fucking relationship. Do you sure, really sure. need to reach out to a dude who lost his job, who just moved back in with his parents? No, yeah. you need to rekindle. You don't. Well, it is so interesting. And I think uh, your perspective is very refreshing because <laughs> it is. It, it, but it's interesting that like, you know, this is kind of like the 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 epitome of the difference between men and women and how they deal with relationships like men you know if, if a guy isn't good in his career it's really tough to like i i like i i i can understand that he's sitting there going um i just got laid off i'm a fucking loser i'm moving home i got to get back on my feet how the fuck could i go to the next stage whatever that may be with a woman so I, I like and and what you're saying is exactly right. You're like, why would you want to go to that next stage with a fucking loser? And it's like, that's just me personally. Also, if someone not only did that happen, but he's also not communicating with you. Let's yeah. just lead with that. He's sure. not talking to you. He well, don't like you no more. Well, I think, it, you know, to me, it's like, you know, when she says, then she sees him on the app and it's confusing. The reason he's on the app again. He and doesn't he's, want to date you. He wants to date somebody else. Uh, yeah, like spread his seed in his new in his parents' neighborhood. But the, what you said perfectly w- was that it wasn't a relationship. So he's he is up for the first three weeks with someone else. The first three weeks are fucking cheap. You don't yeah. have to be a great dude. You don't have to be a winner. You can be a loser and sell the upside. You know. <laughs> Like to you now he's got to sell his downside and his comeback. It's like I wouldn't even be able to get a boner with someone if that was my reality that I got. I'm 29. I'm moving back home. I got to look at her and go, I'll be back one day. I put on my like weird, you know, like my my depression era hat and I go to the soup line like it's fucking horrible. Like, I, oh, yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I, I, like not to say like there's a lot of people in this position like in in, it's, it's happening all over our fucking country. It's terrible. And there's nothing wrong with the position, no. but 
understand the perspective he's coming from. That's all we're kind of saying. Like, right. I can understand that he's new to, new to, new to, you know, it costs zero dollars to like on Hinge. It costs a yeah. lot more money to be your boyfriend. So, right. <laughs> like, that's and kind obviously- of the... Pr- he doesn't want to be your boyfriend. He doesn't no. want to communicate. That's the no. first problem. All the other sure. stuff is, you know, surface level bullshit that's happening all over our country. The step one, he's not responding to you because yeah. he no likey. And, and he had no skin. He had no skin in the game to stay in it. Like yeah. for him, like because and because of what you said, it's not a relationship. This was no. this was two people that fucked that got a little bit deeper than the normal pe- two people who fucked. Right. You exactly. know, and, and so yeah, you got to let it go. He's not on hinge because you weren't good enough. He's on there because it's got he's got nothing else to fucking do while he's poor and alone. We're sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Meundies. This might not be the summer you had in mind, but you got to do what you can to stay positive. Do you know what I look forward to these days? Getting a fresh pair of undies in the mail. That's right. Changing your underpants can change your mindset. I call the mailman the underpants fairy, but lucky for him, he doesn't have to look under my pillow. Just go to MeUndies.com to get the world's softest underwear delivered right to your door. I am wearing MeUndies right now. I love them. I think when you put on a fresh pair of... It is the little things in life that go a long way. Your socks, your underwear, a clean, you know, clean sheets. These are the things that I am guilty of looking over. So, and if you're out there, you're going, I'm fine. I've had my underwear since kindergarten. I'm good. You're wrong. You're wrong. A fresh pair of undies is a fresh start to your day. And if they fit right, that's the big key. If you're sitting here in underwear that you kind of don't look forward to putting on, you're, you, you don't understand how different your day becomes. Mine, my MeUndies underwears feel like a part of my body. And right now you can sign up for a, a, an undies membership to get a new pair every month. What I love about that is that now you can start the underwear conveyor belt. That's how I do it. Every month, a new pair goes in, in the drawer, an old pair goes out. In the drawer, out the drawer. That's how I do my MeUndies. So now I'm dealing with 12 pairs just of freshies on the reg. You'll also get site-wide savings and early access plus free shipping. No matter what, your nethers will be feathered. They're made from micro-modal fabric. It's actually made from trees. They come in all shapes and sizes, extra small to 4XL, all bodies welcome. MeUndies is the only underwear for me. Try it yourself. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. It's a no-brainer. Get yours today at MeUndies.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jackie Schimmel at Jackie Schimmel on Instagram, the bitch Bible every Tuesday. Go, go, go. Okay, ready? Yes. Making correct decisions during quarantine. Ooh. My boyfriend of a year told me he is pessimistic about our future. We are both 30. He told me it's mostly about him, but also some concerns about us. He isn't sure about his career and where he wants to be and feels bad for dragging me along with his uncertainty. He talked about him moving somewhere else because that's been a dream of his and him needing more time to attend to career goals. And if that and if the time uh, if the time left was enough to keep me uh, for me to keep a Sorry, hold on. Let me get through this sentence again. Needing more time to attend to career goals. And if the time left was enough for me to keep a relationship. I don't know what that means. He is also concerned about how different we are in terms of hobbies and interests and if that's a problem. After he told me this, I asked if he still wanted to try and work on this together and what he was trying to hint at me from this conversation. He didn't answer for a while, so I decided, okay, that's the answer in itself. So I said I couldn't do this anymore if he couldn't answer if he wanted to work on the relationship. 
He immediately started crying and hugged me to say uh, to stay, saying he didn't want us to break up and that he was that wasn't his intention. He just needed a little time to process everything. He just wanted to share where his mind was at, but wanted us to try and work it out, even though he's feeling negative. He said he couldn't imagine being not being with me and me even talking about breaking up was not something he even thought about at this point. Well, that I don't know how that I don't know how that's true. That's not true. He's just, the guys. Are the I might best. want. I might want to move away. Well, do you want to break up? I've never thought of such a thing. Like, what are you talking about? I might about? want to move away. I'm <laughs> unhappy in where my life is going. I don't think we are compatible. This is like a classic pussy ass move. Okay? How, please explain that, because I, I there's a let me before you explain that. I'm just so confused what's going on. If I made the right decision to stay in this relationship, knowing he is feeling negative about our future and thinking about moving without talking about uh, to me about it, I feel that quarantine has also made him more pessimistic and worried about the future. So I'm giving him that grace. But also feel like I'm doing something wrong by staying with someone who's pessimistic about us. The final resolution for is for us to keep giving 100% and to trying to work out our differences because we loved each other enough to try and it would be dumb not to try because of potential worries. He agreed to try not to focus on the negative and he would try our best to compromise. Although he agreed he is very stubborn at times to make things more confusing. The night we had our conversation, he was very down and unlike himself. And now he is back to normal self. Everything is so confusing. Please help. So what do you think, Jackie? Um, what's, uh, she well, well, you said of- it's a classic pussy move. Let's go back to that. What do you mean by that? I think that, uh, I mean, people in general, a lot of times, it's very manipulative to voice uh, concerns and distress. And I'm going to, maybe I should move away and I'm unhappy with my job and I don't think we're compatible Mm. and create all of this friction and then give the other person little to no choice. A a shrivel of self-respect would encourage someone to be like, okay, then we shouldn't be together if you're having all these feelings. And then the mind fuckery that plays with that, then the other person is like, oh, no, no, no. You want to break up? I didn't want to break up. But you just said you were fucking unhappy. So feelings and facts, hard to differentiate. You're saying something completely different. It's just, it's a mind fuck and I don't like it. And us women need to be careful to, to, uh, you know, we're naturally more emotional beings. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. That's just biology. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to remove yourself from the feelings of it all and just look at it factually speaking. If someone is looking at you saying that they're afraid they're that you're not compatible, that they're not happy or they feel unfulfilled, that they're considering picking up their shit and moving without consulting you, there's an issue. You want to be married to that? Be yeah. my guest. Well, he's also he's also had these discussions on his own as a singular vessel. He's not even including you in these like the I like these are thoughts you can have like, hey, we should. But it becomes like we should move away. We should get out of here. You guys are there's a point where you go from like, I'm going to go do this to what are we doing here? And he is not on the the boat of we he is on the boat of i still and that's a that's okay i just like this is us telling you what the weather is are you you're you're married right yep how long have you been married i have been married three years you know your husband if he said you know if there was a discussion where if your husband came to you and was like I'm really feeling down about this thing. I, I and I'm also thinking maybe I'll move away. Like that that's not even a language you guys speak anymore, right? If that motherfucker came <laughs> down one day and looked at me and was like, "Hey, I'm feeling really lost. I, you know, I don't know what direction my life's going in. I think it, I should move for a bit, and just be on my own and get my shit together." I'd be like, "Cool. Uh, I'll hire a U-Haul. I'll pack all your things for you and never fucking come back. See ya. Good bye. luck. Good luck." I, I, cheeks delight me with a good time bye (laughs) i think (laughs) i think also it is normal to be worried about the future right now like that's kind of that's kind of the reason she's writing this email in she's like everything 
he's feeling as things that she's probably feeling too that everyone's feeling right now. That what makes will six- a communal discussion, but it's that, kind of uh, so manipulative and divisive like, to, to I, phrase it that way. I love that you said it's manipulative because I do have a theory on this. I think he's doing uh, what I call, what I'm going to start calling the breakup fluff fluff. Yes. He's fluffing you for the breakup. So yes. guys are obsessed with not being the piece of shit. Guys are obsessed with, because also this is, I'm not going to absolve men, but a lot of breakups come with why, why, why? And it's like a lot of breakups don't really have a reason why. It's just not working out. So this guy's fluffing you for that conversation that is going to come. So I think he will end it. Not today. I think he was basically letting you know that he was putting a callus on you. He was almost making sure that you were roughed up enough emotion. He's conditioning you. He's conditioning you for the breakup that is going to come. It is going to, or because the pussy move of this all is that he's, and the manipulation of this all, he's either fluffing her to break up with her later, getting her a little rough around the edges. So she's ready. Or he's hoping to punt it to her. So she'll break up with she'll him. She'll break up with him. He doesn't yeah. have to do it. Making it her decision. It's one or the other. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And it's um I think when I hear in this email him already speaking in I terms and mm-hmm. not we terms. My boyfriend of a year. You're gonna so you've only been together a year. It's not that long, but he's it's long enough for him to go, I gotta let this person know that we ain't a we. This is, I'm thinking of things in terms of an eye. And when this breakup comes after quarantine, where they're probably spending a lot of time together in quarantine, he's letting her know. And also what a lot of guys, and what you said is correct with the emotional, you know, women being more emotional. So a lot of times guys will like, there's another manipulation tactic where they'll speak in emotional terms that you will understand intimately so that you kind of let them off the hook for ending something and and listen he's allowed to end a relationship he's a lot but but the way he's going about it and the way jackie said it is it's a pussy move it is a it is him he's afraid to make the decision the minute you said break up he goes no 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 as if that's never crossed his mind which is a lie when i hear that now he's not even speaking to you as an adult. If he says a breakup's never crossed my mind after saying I might move to, you know, the middle of Nebraska, you're like, well, then what the fuck were you thinking? That I was going to be long distance? Right. You know, like, like what do you, what do you, we're going to continue this after a year of dating, uh, yeah. you know, no. while, while you hike the Alps? Like, what do you think <laughs> is going to happen? So, so I, I understand why she stayed in it because she was brought this, like, this decision that wasn't, you know, she was like brought all this like a shit platter and he was like, cook it up. And yeah, it's he like took a dump on her proverbial foyer. Yeah, absolutely. And there's right like the now, you, and like, I'm not going to clean this up. Just know it's there. And it's like, yeah, dude. Um, and, and, and uh, I mean, to continue the dump on the foyer, you know, analogy, <laughs> he's going, I took a dump on the foyer and, just to know to let you know that i could do that and then you know so the next time he does it it won't be as surprising and it won't be as mean and it won't be as personal personally offensive because you're like well that's what he does he dumps on the foyer it's taking the sting out of it yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with jackie schimmel at Jackie Schimmel, Instagram. Go follow right now if you don't already. Love her stuff. The Bitch Bible every Tuesday. Go, go, go. Get subscribed. Uh, ooh, social and relationship distancing. Ooh. Jared, love the podcast. You're very good at this. Smiley face. Oh, totes preach. Uh, person I was dating before quarantine left the state back in March. So we've been keeping up with FaceTime and texting. But part of me feels like I've lost the spark. At what point do I blame the distancing and uncertainty of when we'll be reunited for losing feelings? And when do I start to realize it's not happening for us anymore and I'm just keeping up appearances because I don't have much else to do? Should I stick it out and see how it feels when I uh, see them again or again or dig deeper now? What do you think? This is an interesting thing. Like, What is interesting? Because there is this like kind of like 
there's this going thought that I can understand that people have where it's like, well, it's, this isn't what it's always going to be, so let's see what it's like once we're out of this reality. But it's like, if it's not good in this reality, then why do you think it's going to be better in another reality, you know? Yeah, no, I totally understand. I, uh, It's such a weird time in the world right now that I think you probably owe it to yourself and your partner to stick it out and see what it's like when you're back in a normal flow of a relationship Mm. Um, because it is such a confusing time and it is like Groundhog's Day and everything feels kind of stale in general. Are you and your your husband having like quarantine uh, fights and arguments that you're like, that's a quarantine moment? And that's not like, are you having like, are you seeing things getting away from because I I could say for my relationship, like, you know, we have arguments, we have things and we're in the same apartment in the same place Uh 24 hours a day. And that can't be easy for her uh, because I'm just farting everywhere and just running (laughs) around you know, put it shitting in the foyer. And I, I, so I do understand where it's like, well, there's certain arguments that, and then, but then we always kind of come back to a baseline of having fun together. So, you know, it's not like we're sitting here like stewing 24 hours a day being like, once this quarantine over, we'll be back to normal. It's not like that. Right. You have good and bad moments. Sure. Yeah. Me and my husband, for the most part, have been pretty. I mean, I'm always batshit crazy. He's pretty passive and chill and just Mm -hmm. like the most fucking patient human being of all time and thinks I'm hilarious, which is a great dynamic in the home. So you get to entertain all day long. Yeah, I'm like fully. I mean, he tunes me out like 90 percent of the time, but that 10 percent, he's really, he's really there. Zoned Uh, in. So it's pretty, I mean, it's similar. I'm not used to him being home this much. He travels like a motherfucker, but it's pretty, I mean, it's the same. It's fine. Definitely not like we don't have more tension. It's not, it's not really like that. Fortunately. I think for this person where it's so early on, I think, I think the tough part when it's early on is like having things to talk about like when you don't yeah. share when you don't share experiences when your shared experiences are facetime calls like and and that it is easy for that spark to go away i'm not gonna tell her to like stay in something that you're doing if you feel like you're keeping up appearances then let then listen say hey this has been like all relationships can come back as we've seen in the coronavirus and the quarantine days people find if people want to get with you, they find a way to get back in your DMs. They find a way to send you a text. Yeah. I think saying to him like, hey, this has been uh, more of a like I, I think there's a classy way to say this is turning into more of a of a calendar invite than it is something I'm excited about. And you can yeah, say like, honest. right, like and, and and then you say like. I don't know if it's the quarantine. I don't know if it's that you're far away. I don't know if that's we just don't know each other enough. But you have my number. Uh, when all is clear and all is well and good, please reach out to me and we'll see where our heads are at. But right now, I think we got to take a break from this. Like, you know, yeah. and I, I, I think a break is kind of like uh, gets a bad rap, that word. Like, I, yeah. I don't think that's the, maybe that's probably not the right word to use because then people think like, well, we're on a break and now you're attached to this person. But like, you have my number. When you're back in town, shoot me a text. Maybe we'll get drinks. Like, I think that could be That's where... That's very rational. Right? I think so. I mean, as a guy, I think a lot of men out there would love that scenario. Where it's oh, like yeah. some someone's like, yeah, just text me when you're back. We don't have to keep doing FaceTime. And he's like, oh, thank God. My arm is so sore from holding it up for my face. Like, you know, like it's yeah, like yeah. one of those. I don't know. I just, I, I understand what she's saying. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay in something that felt like an appointment keeping up appearances, but. I yeah, mean, that, that description doesn't really sound like a Nicholas Sparks, you know, plot. No. Line. Doesn't yeah. sound like a romance of our time. <laughs> This this summer, the FaceTime. <laughs> and ha, just them talking over FaceTime. Rachel McAdams. Tra- yeah, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams staring at herself, fixing her lipstick in a phone, in a, in a, in a reflection. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. That's Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold jeans, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could choose one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There's a new app called Noom, that's N-O-O-M, that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. I will say this. In quarantine, you realize your bad habits the most. You have lunch, and then you have a couple chips afterwards. A couple chips turns into a slice of bread, turns into a bowl of cereal, turns into you know another sandwich, turns into now you've just been eating from 2 p.m. until you go to bed. And, and, and that happens. What I love about Noom is that they understand that it's not about uh, one change. It's about creating a lifestyle, creating habits. The Noom app is that little nudge in your side that gives you a piece of knowledge, that gives you a piece of energy to realize that, hey, I should be eating this, not that, or I should be eating or making this decision, not that decision. And this is a slow process. I mean, I deal with weight stuff my whole life, and it's really about adjusting perspective. On the new map, you can get tailored lessons Log the food you eat and learn a new lifestyle. Also, the organization of it all is great. You're not going to the, you know, the food tracker app and then the workout app. and then No, it's all in one place. Noom helps you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based on psychology. The way you think about food is important. Learn through personalized courses how you can replace your old habits and healthier ones with healthier ones. No food is good or bad. Noom teaches you moderation. Noom takes a human approach. There's no judgment. It's all about staying mindful and doing what you can every day. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash JTrain to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash JTrain and start losing weight for good. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, this one looks juicy. I, I think you'll be good at this help Chicago fuckboy, a 10 year saga. Oh yeah. Now, Jackie, do you have anybody like that in your life? You've been married three years, but did you back in the day have that like saga ish guy? I'm finding out that, I I think I probably have a I'm finding out and I I have another podcast called the You Up podcast that um we we've kind of gone down the road on that show where we did an episode where it was like about these guys that don't go away. Mhm. You know, does that make any sense to you? Yes, of course it does. Now, and, I will tell you. Sure. I was the fuck boy. Really? So I, you were yes. how Give me, uh, explain that. You know, I had hoes and different area codes. Okay. I would hit up different guys for different levels of dinners that I was looking to partake in. I got my entree guy. I got the guy that was good for drinks. I got the guy that was great okay. for parties. Well, were, were any of those guys like a guy that you could tell was more in it than maybe you were? All of them. All of them. Like, yeah. were they like, but like in the se- skillful casting on my end. How did you, so how did you, how do you get away from all the, you know, the, how, at what point do you get away from like all the entrees and appetizers and, you know, and sorbets and whatever? <laughs> you know, sometimes, uh, like there were certain guys that would kind of, they knew what was going on at a certain point and then they mm. would just cut it off because they kind of knew that I wasn't really into making this a relationship or that I was seeing other people and that bruised their ego and they're like, fuck that girl, you know, and then they were the ones that cut it off. Other guys, I dated an older guy that was like, I love you. I want to marry you. And I was like, dude, mm. I'm just trying to get like avocado egg rolls at Cheesecake Factory. I'm 20. <laughs> yeah. I got a fake ID. I want a daiquiri and an egg roll. Like you were 20 guy. dating a guy who, how old? He was like 36. Really? Yeah. What was that like? Like, how do you, as a 20-year-old, like, what are you talking? Did you feel like you were talking to someone, like, that 
I guess I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm 35. I'm wondering if I could speak to I don't think I could. I, I, I think mean, I'd like, I was an idiot and I was um, we worked together at the time. Ooh. So, I mean, and he definitely I mean, not to me to it, but he definitely used his position to kind of uh, it was like a weird it was icky, icky. It was totally icky. And if I wasn't me, I think outside looking in, they'd be like, oh, my God, this dude's totally taking advantage of his age and his position. Mm. I felt like I was the one in control. In hindsight, probably wasn't. But in my head, he was so much more. Uh, he took the relationship so and I use the term relationship very loosely, very sure. seriously. And I was kind of just like, he's hot. He's older. He takes me to nice dinners. I've yeah. got another guy I, on campus. You know, like I just wasn't in a head. Yeah. So I was pretending to be an adult. He's got that cheesecake money. He's got that yeah. cheesecake factory money. <laughs> I used to go there all the time. That's a that's hilarious. Let's read the email. I went to a small college north of where I met this guy. We were both from had a lot of friends in common and became friends quickly. From there, things started to escalate between us, all before me knowing that he had a girlfriend the entire time that he kept a secret. So this was in college. She eventually found out, never confronted me about it, and yet I still kept hanging out, hooking up with him. Horrible decision, I know. He was a couple years older than me, and we were both living downtown and I was still seeing him from time to time and going through phases of not speaking to one another, always wanting to know what was going on in my personal life and I was, and if I was dating anyone, but never fully telling his side. Present day issue with I have been stuck in during quarantine. I moved down to a few years ago, went to your show, loved it. Since I've been back, and I have been talking much more and expressing that we want to see each other. Before I even came up to I asked him if he was still dating his girlfriend, I'm hoping it seems like these names have been changed because I don't know a lot of, you know, that sound changed. Yeah. He told me no, that they broke up six months ago. Boy. Okay. Once we finally did see uh, one another here, it was amazing. We had some hard conversations that needed to happen, but also had great ones. There's so much uh, history between him and I, and now I was finally hearing everything that I've wanted to hear for so long. How much he cares about me, likes me, wants to work with uh, with us, wants me to move back. Then I go home back to me for one night this past weekend where I see photos of him and his quote-unquote ex during quarantine. These are not photos of two people who are broken up but still talk. When I got back to the city and talked to him about it, all he kept telling me was that he was not on, uh, that he was not lying about them being broken up, that they still do talk and he doesn't know why she posted pictures like that. And he was still wanting for him and I to still be able to hang out and talk with one another. How do I finally get over this ultimate fuckboy? I was insanely mad when I saw the Instagram photos and his lack of explanation. And now I am just sad about it all. This really hurt more than anything else. Photos are attached. Screenshots of my conversations with him. Messages um, uh, with him. Message to his girlfriend. The photo I saw. I also reached out to his girlfriend. Oof. So, wow, Messy. this do you want Messy. me to forge you this email? Yeah. She has some, let me forward this to you. What, and we'll take a look at the the evidence together. OK, um, hold on. I I have mean, your, so what do you think? What do you what is your uh, initial thoughts here? My initial thoughts are that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and and expecting different results. That's my first thought. My second thought is it's 2020. If somebody says they're broken up, it is very easy to like deep dive that shit and get your goddamn information. I mean, I will scroll till my phalanges bleed just for sport. Sure. Absolutely. I think um, she needs to take some time to focus on herself, love herself, treat Mm -hmm. herself with some goddamn respect and sit Shiva for this guy internally, pretend he died and move (laughs) the fuck on. Well, let me, uh, I I think I agree with you. Let's read the emails together or the, the, the text conversation. I think we're in the same order. Um, okay. So I'll, you be her and I'll be him. Okay. Okay. Starting with, uh, the key off. With yes, I definitely. Yeah. Okay. Let's start. Am I blue or gray? You're blue. You're. I think you're her. Okay. 
Yes. I definitely want to talk about this tomorrow once I am back because what you've told me and what is on social media do not line up. I'll let you know I'm back and you can come over so I can get an explanation of this and some insight of the nature of your relationship. That's fine. Maybe hold out on being super mad at me until then. We'll just do it and talk to me tomorrow before you've totally written it off. Okay. Are you bringing back the key tonight or tomorrow? I could take it back whatever you'd like. I'm happy to drop it off today. Just check on tomorrow. Or is that I was trying to do a code name, whatever. Yeah. I'll talk to you when I see you tomorrow. Does that work? Yeah, I'd be happy to do it. You want me to? Yeah, I do. Can I ask why you want me to hold out being mad at you? This might be oh. out of order. I don't know. Well, then she said, Man, picture. We, we certainly tried. We tried. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I go. Uh, yeah, I wish I had this in the right order. It's kind of annoying. Um, ah, fuck. We really. So, uh, damn it. I really blew this because there's a whole conversation. Um, that's fine. Uh Okay, sure, and do not bail on me tomorrow. doesn't really feel like you're going to hold out judgment, but I won't bail tomorrow. Oh, I am trying to. Well, just do it and talk to me tomorrow before you've totally written it off. Uh, well, just do it. Uh, okay, are you bringing back the key tonight? I can take it back whenever you'd like. I'm happy to drop it off today. Just check. Okay, does that work? Yes, I'd be happy to. Okay. Okay, okay. So then can I ask why you'd be, uh, why you want me to hold out being mad? You do what? Want me to check in on her or drop them off? Yes, because I understand you're mad, but it's misguided. Oh, oh, really? Are you looking at the photos, by the way? I'm looking at the photos. They don't. Okay. There's no one I'd rather quarantine with, although I'd yeah. rather be quarantining with you on the beach. By the way, look at that wormy little fuck. He's yeah. the fuck boy. So she sent a couple of Instagram photos from the girl that's in question uh there's no one in the caption is there's no one i'd rather quarantine with although i'd rather be quarantining with you at the beach so they are oh quarantining together like this like the idea that they're broken up like whether he calls it a breakup or not oh i hate him he's not yeah. hot enough to be pulling this shit off by the way he looks like an ad for rosacea well <laughs> It is funny. It's so funny that she's and then she also sends she sends two pictures from the girl who he's seeing's profile Cinco de Mayo, Taco Tuesday or just another day in quarantine. I mean, Ugh. like they're together. Like they, those aren't are together. Yeah, that is I, I just because they're not on his profile doesn't mean. Right. I'm going with on this one. And is innocent in this honestly yeah. i mean this has nothing to do with her it's very easy to always target the other girl this little worm fuck is a yeah. dirty low down well, liar well let me let me let me speak to a couple things because she sends her um her instagram profile the other so she's the other woman she sends her yeah. instagram profile she sends martha's instagram profile and she sends the guy's text with her and then she messages this other, uh, the girlfriend on Instagram. I apologize, this is random that I'm reaching out since you don't know me, but I wanted to ask you something. I've known blank since, I've known John since blank college and since I've been back in Chicago during quarantine, we've been talking more. Him and I have had weird past histories. So with conversations I've had with him, I did ask if you and him were still dating. He told me no and that you broke up about six months ago, but from seeing your social media, I wasn't too sure about that. Totally fine if you don't want to answer this, but are you two still together? Girl to girl, do you do not want to ruin anything in your relationship with him? So I wanted to reach out for answers on this. Well, that is also a lie. You are, <laughs> you're blowing up all the, and that's okay, but it it is interesting that she sends her Instagram and the girls. It's like, this isn't a you or her decision. This isn't, I, I understand how it feels like it's a two horse race, but that's, this is one person that is lying to two people right. and it, it is not, I mean, I oh, do you have any other thoughts on her email now that we've gone through the social media stuff? 
No, I mean, I think it's one thing if you are dating someone and you have no knowledge of a girlfriend and then you find out that someone is betraying you and this other person and you reach out to the girl, girl Mm. to girl and say, listen, I had no idea about you. I've been seeing this guy. I feel an obligation to tell you what your boyfriend is doing. I... I mean, I would say that if I was the other woman, I don't know that I would do that. And I'm not proud to say that. I don't know that I'd want to get involved and get messy. I think I'd want to just like completely excuse myself and exit. Yeah. Scenario. It's, a, it's a burning house and it's like, it's time to walk away from it. Like, like from both. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what, in my opinion, she should have done the first go around. The second that she was seeing him and then found out that he had a girlfriend of six months. Mm. I would never speak to that person again. Yeah, I think the most, uh, you know, listen, the, there's there's two things. She, um, I agree with what you said in the beginning, like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Also, it's, oh, I don't think, you don't want to keep tossing good money after a bad investment. Right. So like, this is a bad investment that is not, it is, and I think the problem becomes a lot of people like they, they become so hard on themselves. They're like, well, why would they do this to me? Now, this is a person mm-hmm. who's, who's rationalizing their own insanity in their own way and is running over you to be insane. It's not like no. they're not like doing and I know it's hard. This is easy advice to give and harder to take. But like For sure. the, the idea that like he's like that you're this stupid person that he knows that he can manipulate I, I know I don't think it's that far along. I think when you start thinking that way, you can feel bad about yourself. You can be sad, just like she said. She's sad. I think yeah. the mo- the most important is that he's the culprit, though he's the he's fucker. yeah he's he and and listen, anyone can just lie to us. Like you know, lying, you know, like you can lie to anybody and get away with it. So yeah. You know, the I, the one thing from her email that she says, um, these are not photos of the two. They have broken up, but still talk. When I got back to the city, I uh, talked to him about it. All he kept telling me that he was not lying about them being broken up and that they do talk. And he doesn't know why she posted pictures like that. And he was still wanting him and I to still be able to hang out and talk with one another. That is a very okay. specific sentence. If this, you guys, you said it's a 10-year saga. He does not see it as a 10-year saga. I'm letting her know that right now. He sees it as, this is a girl I've hooked up with a bunch of times. He's right. not connecting, oh, we go back to college and we have a lot in common. He is, you are someone that he's been casual with over a long period of time. Right. That is his perspective. When someone, he has had the time to decide whether you two are the match to go forward. He has had the time. Like, Listen, if he had, if he had come back to her and been like, let's do a date. Why don't you like, like I'll cook you dinner. Let's let's, you know, the casual is over. And, and it, I think a lot of people can get fooled because people come back in their life and they think they have to like start over from minute one. And it's like, no, you're that that's Groundhog's Day. You you don't have to do that with it. This guy, you've had minute one. You're on. You're right. on day 30. So yeah. like the the idea that you are like not deserving and and crazy for not saying, "Hey, yeah, I'll hang with you, but it's going to be like a date. It's going to be that we're like trying to be in a relationship. It's that we're exclusive." That's not a crazy thing to ask for at this point. You no, have a history. Years. And I think when he says, "I want to still be able to hang out and talk," that's not him saying, "I want to date you." That's so him that's saying, I want to have skillful, crafted way of saying, I want to keep it casual. I want to yes. continue to have sexual relations with you at a very surface, distant level. Yes. It, Freud would have a field day. He wants to have access to you. He wants to yes. be at your equinox and, and keep doing the two week trial because he knows someone at the desk. That's right. really what he's looking to do. And yeah. you're the person he knows at the desk. You're the person that keeps letting him through. And you're the person that keeps buying the bullshit excuses, which, listen, could Jackie get you and fired. I could get well, Yeah. And Jackie and I don't. We don't think you're stupid for that. We're just no, let, no. we're trying to be the, the people on your shoulder going. It's it's enough's enough. And it's like I listen, I don't blame you for writing the message to the girl because like 
The other thing is like, yeah, I don't what, either. I mean, let, I, I have balls to do something. <laughs> well, what? Oh, let, let's go through the scenario where the girl writes back and goes, "Oh, we're not together, but like, you know, we're still talking. Like, are you now gonna like? What are you gonna do? Like, in what world are you guys happily walking away from this? No. And by the way, those photos of the couple or the the, the ex couple allegedly on the beach was two weeks ago. Yeah, they look like they're engagement photos, for God's sake. It, it looks like they got married and this is their honeymoon and they're celebrating. And it, like that, th- those pictures, like yeah. whether you're together or not, you're together. She is putting out a press statement that they're together. It doesn't matter what he thinks at this point. She does think they're together. That is not a photo that you post with anybody else other than your boyfriend. Period. J, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Jackie Schimmel, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. Thank you. I had so much fun. Yeah, you were great. Everyone go follow Jackie uh, at Jackie Schimmel on Instagram. The Bitch Bible. It is every yeah. Tuesday. Get subscribed. Get involved with what Jackie's doing. Loved you on this show. We got you know, to do this again. Yeah, now we can, right? Now, now we can. Uh, <laughs> listen, we're here Monday through Friday, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. I always have a special guest. Keep telling your friends. Keep sharing the word. I'm Jared Fruel. Back next episode. Boom.